0: Super Bowl fifty-eight is this Sunday, and Bucks fans have plenty to watch for. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday episode of Locked on Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day want To thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at Jayarko underscore Bucks, deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com, your credentialed member of the media covering your Tampa Bay. Buccaneers here with you every Monday through Friday. And for that, I want to share my appreciation for your continued support of the show. One of the ways you can support the show is become a Locked On Bucks insider. You're going to get news, rumors, updates, and just general thoughts, plus one on one conversations with me via text message. Go to joinsubtextcom slash locked on bucks to become an insider today. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Super Bowl predictions coming up in a little bit, but let's dive into what Buccaneers fans have to look forward to this Sunday. Now, the offseason for the Buccaneers started basically as soon as they lost to the Detroit Lions in the divisional round. And while there's still plenty of questions surrounding Buccaneers pending free agents, Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Levante David, Antoine Winfield Jr., Devin White are obviously the headliners. But there's also probably going to be some cap casualties. I've talked about those before. Could be Shaq Barrett. Could be Carlton Davis. Probably going to be Russell Gage. The Bucs are going to have to fill roster spots somewhere. They can't bring everybody back. They don't probably want to bring everybody back. You can't fill all the empty roster spots in just the draft. So some of these guys are going to be signed in free agency. So which players for the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs should Bucks fans be keeping an eye on during the Super Bowl? Let's start with the NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers. Now, the Niners have 19 unrestricted free agents pending that are going to hit the market in March. And no, the Bucs are not going to have interest in all of them. There are some that they may have interest in but cannot afford. Uh... Yeah, But these are the guys that are going to have a chance to sign elsewhere. Outside linebacker Rainey Gregory, defensive end Chase Young, quarterback Sam Darnold, defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw, free safety Tayshawn Gibson, defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph, linebacker Oren Burks, defensive end Cleveland Farrell, center John Feliciano, defensive tackle Kevin Givens, wide receiver Ray-Ray McLeod, linebacker Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, tight end Ross Dwelly, quarterback Brandon Allen, wide receiver Chris Conley, cornerback Logan Ryan, guard Matt Pryor, tight end Charlie Warner, and cornerback Terrence Mitchell. So which of these players should Bucks fans watch for that could potentially be targets for Tampa Bay? I'm going to tell you the guys that I'm keeping an eye on and why I'm keeping an eye on them. And let's start with safety Tayshawn Gibson. Even if they bring back Antoine Whitfield Jr., the Bucs still need another safety or two. Uh, Ryan Neal didn't cut it, and he should not be back with the team in anything other than a backup role. Gibson is 33 years old, so it would be a short-term answer for sure. But last year, he started 16 games for the 49ers, finished with 60 tackles, an interception, a sack, three passes defense, and three tackles for loss. Uh, he's bounced around the league a lot, signed as an undrafted free agent in 2012 by the Cleveland Browns. That's where he spent the first four years of his career, then three years in Jacksonville, one year with the Houston Texans, two years with the Chicago Bears, and then the last two years in San Francisco. He started at least 11 games every year of his career except his rookie season, uh, including all but one game in his time with the San Francisco 49ers. So Again, this would be a short-term solution but potentially a good fit as the Bucks uh, or for the Bucs if they were to draft and develop a future starter. If you're looking for safety on maybe late day 2 early day 3, that's probably not going to be a plug and play starter kind of guy for you. Tayshon can be kind of your bridge safety to get that guy developed, and if you think he's not going to develop into a starter and he's just going to be a role player, well, at least you now don't have to worry about that starting safety job until the 2025 offseason. He's not going to be overly expensive because of his age, and he can play that center field role most of the time while Winfield continues to bounce all over the place on defense as that X factor for Todd Bowles. The next guy I'm going to look at is Matt Pryor. He can come in and compete for the starting left guard job. He did not start for the Niners this year. It's going to be kind of hard to keep an eye on him unless there's an injury. Uh, But he has started 24 games over the course of his career. That includes two years in Philadelphia, two years in Indianapolis, and then this past year in San Francisco. And what I like so much about Matt Pryor is, is his versatility. We know the Bucs love those versatile offensive linemen that can play multiple positions. Pryor has played guard and tackle primarily on the left side, which is exactly where the Bucs would need him. And it gives them a potential starter or at least a versatile backup for two different spots along the left side of the defensive line. So really like the idea. And again, these are these are going to be cost effective guys, right? The big money. It's probably going to be spent elsewhere. I'll continue to talk about that as we continue. But you know these aren't going to be the flashy, big-name guys uh, You know when you take a look at the situation for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then finally, I'm looking at linebacker Oren Burks. Again, likely a backup-level player, but with the Bucs potentially losing both Devin White and Levante David, that leaves K.J. Britt and Servasier Dennis as your two inside linebackers. Uh, Burt started 15 games in his career, five this past season with the Niners. Uh, one interception, one pass defense, one fumble recovery, one sack, and 46 tackles in 2023. He played four years in Green Bay, then the last two years in San Francisco. So he comes from franchises and cultures that win and compete. They are constantly in that mix for championship caliber teams. That goes a long way. When you're talking about a guy who could come in and potentially start but probably going to be a, a rotational guy at best he provides reliable and steady depth could compete uh, for solid playing time with Britt and dennis and he's a he's a cost-effective player with the bulk of the bucks money needing to go elsewhere but what about the kansas city chiefs and their pending free agents might be looking to spend a little bit more money on those guys. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast. Network, your team every day. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robin Hood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this. Now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply, and now for some legal info. Claim as of quarter one 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401Ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks, your first listener view every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Kansas City Chiefs have plenty of pending free agents as well. And here are some that I'm going to be keeping my eye on. Here are the players that the Chiefs have hitting the open market next month. Defensive tackle Chris Jones, wide receiver Miko Hardman, safety Mike Edwards, linebacker Drew Tranquil, left tackle Donovan Smith, running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, punter Tommy Townsend, guard Nick uh, Allegretti. My apologies to Nick. Defensive end Tershawn Wharton, tackle Prince Tega Wanogo, long snapper James Winchester, inside linebacker Willie Gay Jr., Quarterback, Blaine Gabbert. Running back, Jarek McKinnon. Defensive tackle, Derek Nottie. Wide receiver, Richie James. Tight end, Blake Bell. Safety, Deion Bush. Cornerback, LeJarius Sneed. That dude's going to get paid. And defensive end, Michael Dana. First and foremost, I'm watching Mike Edwards. Don't really need to. We know what Mike Edwards brings to a team. And He's a guy that I wish the Bucs didn't have to really let get away because of their financial situation at the time. But now the Bucs have an opportunity to bring him back and reunite him with Antoine Winfield Jr. And this gives you two different safeties that can do everything that Todd Bowles wants safeties to do in his defense they can both drop in coverage they can both play in the slot they can both crash the box and are effective in the run game they can both rush after the quarterback and get sacks they can both get interceptions they're both really good at forcing fumbles these guys the ability to have these two safeties that can do all of these things out there together opens up so many options for todd bowles to utilize them in his defense and really Trick the opposing offense into making some catastrophic mistakes because you could have Antoine crashing the box with Mike Edwards playing back. And then all of a sudden, Winfield's the one dropping into coverage. Edwards is coming on a delayed blitz right over behind Kalijah Cancy with a free shot to the quarterback. Like there's so many different things that Todd Bowles can do with the two of them back there. And he only cost $3 million last year. I would give him plenty more than that if I was the Bucs, and then boom, you have solidified the back end of your defense. My, if if I am the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I am going hard after Mike Edwards to try to bring him back to Tampa because that combination, that duo could be absolutely phenomenal. The next guy I'm watching for is linebacker Drew Tranquil. He started eight games for the Chiefs this year, 16 games last year with the Chargers, and he fits in at inside linebacker. Again, similar to what I was saying with with Burks, if you're looking to have to replace both starters, both Levante and Devin, or looking at a three-man rotation between Britt, Dennis, and a third guy, like what we saw with David White and Britt down the stretch after Devin White returned from his injury after the, the Packers game debacle and all that, Yo, this is a guy that can fit in really nicely, and, and he has started plenty over his career, just not with San Francisco. So over his career, one interception, seven passes defensed, three forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, 11 sacks, 376 tackles. His best year came just two years ago in 2022 in Los Angeles with the Chargers, where he had that interception, four passes defensed, five sacks, 146 tackles, and 10 tackles for loss. Uh, Tranquil was absolutely fantastic for the Chargers. Again, this is a guy could compete for a starting job, but at the very least, he gives you reliable rotation, reliable depth. His spot track estimated market value is $6.9 million. That's a little more towards the starter category uh, for my taste. But again, if this is a guy, even if he's not starting, if he's on the field for you know fifty percent of snaps, forty to fifty percent of snaps, whether that's a combination of defense and special teams or or anything like that, you can get your money's worth. Um, but I would be interested to see if if the Bucks continue to do kind of that three guy rotation. I wouldn't prefer it. You want these guys to be on the field as much as possible and, and find a groove and and get into a rhythm. But that rotation seemed to work really well for the Bucs defense down the stretch. Hard to tell if if it's going to work as well with different personnel. But Tranquil a guy that I'm going to keep my eye on when he is on the field. And then finally, I'm watching the running backs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Jarek McKinnon. Now, McKinnon probably fits the Bucs a little bit better than Edwards-Hilaire, so I'm a little more interested in him. But the Chiefs have their starting running back of the future in Isaiah Pacheco. Like, he's locked and loaded. He is going to be their guy. McKinnon coming in relief of Rashad White still keeps the entire playbook open. He's a dual-threat guy. He can run the ball, but he's even more effective as a pass catcher. He played in 12 games this past season. But in 2022, that was a huge year for him. He was one of the finalists for the Associated Press Comeback Player of the Year, uh, finished in 2022 with 291 rushing yards, 512 receiving yards, and 10 total touchdowns. He was primarily a receiving back for KC last year, but he really didn't get a lot of opportunity. Uh, 25 receptions for 192 yards, 21 carries for 60 yards, still ended up with five touchdowns. So. The yardage isn't eye-popping. You're talking about 46 touches for, what is that, 252 total yards, Uh, but five touchdowns, like that's less than one in 10 touches where he's getting into the end zone. That's really, really solid. Uh, Affordable, reliable option behind Rashad White to give him a breather when he needs. He can play kind of that Chase Edmonds role. So, Last year, McKinnon made one point three million dollars. Edmonds was at one point two. So you're looking at pretty much the same cost for either guy, or you may be looking at bringing in both of those guys. The Bucs need two running backs at least. Tucker didn't work out, you know, all that well. He didn't work out the way people expected. Keyshawn Vaughn was cut. He's he's no longer a Buccaneer. Edmonds is a free agent. I wouldn't be surprised if they do make an attempt to bring Chase Edmonds back again, try to bring these guys back together, build off of what they did the second half of the season, have that continuity there, but you still need more bodies in the backfield. You need at least one, probably two more running backs on this roster if that is the case. Um, On the flip side, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is much younger and he may cost a little bit more because of that age and the potential upside, but he's been a disappointment in Kansas City. The offensive scheme may have played into that some under Eric Bieniemy, and then you know this year with the emergence of Isaiah Pacheco. But it's it's no secret, it, it's no you know shock to say that Clyde edwards hilaire hasn't lived up to the hype that he had coming out of LSU. And for you everydayers and you you longtime listeners, you know how much David and I we're talking about how great Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would be in this Buccaneers offense uh you know under under Bruce Arians and we were both kind of pounding the table for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to be the guy for the Bucs things didn't pan out in Kansas City a a fresh start a new team a new scheme new surroundings maybe exactly what Edwards-Hilaire needs to get him going Unlikely that that's in Tampa, but I could see how that fit and that dynamic with Rashad White would work under Liam Cohen. Uh, And with Carberry being the offensive line coach, I still think he's kind of the front runner for the run game coordinator job if that's a position that they fill. But definitely keeping an eye on the running backs for the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And it's time for me to make my predictions for the Super Bowl. That is coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. With class-exclusive, Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right in to the twelve point three inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. the twenty twenty four rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes my personal favorite, the twenty twenty four Nissan Pathfinder with up with room up to eight and expansive cargo capacity an advanced available 4x4 capability with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing. When Adventure Calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, the Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they are the easiest, most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Testing my skills on PrizePix this football season has been the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And if you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Price picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. For the big game, I'm going with Christian McCaffrey to have more than 90 and a half rushing yards and more than 36 and a half receiving yards. Travis Kelsey more than 49 and a half receiving yards. Isaiah Pacheco more than 0.5 total touchdowns, and George Kittle less. Than 0.5 total touchdowns. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL all overcase for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL all overcase, all one word for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and it's time to make my predictions. For Super Bowl 58, the matchup between the Niners and the Chiefs. And I'm going to start things off with my bold prediction zero turnovers in this game. Both sides are going to protect the football, give themselves the best chance to win. As good as both defenses are, both offenses are really good at protecting the football, making plays. This is going to be a really interesting game to watch. So, that's my bold. I don't think anybody turns the ball over. If someone does turn the ball over, that team's losing. Like, the, the turnover differential could be one, and that will absolutely decide the game. My predictive player of the game is going to be Travis Kelsey. He averaged He's averaged 99.3 receiving yards per game in Allegiant Stadium, and he's the only guy on the Chiefs that can catch the ball. So he's going to have a huge game. The Niners are only allowing 48.6 receiving yards per game to the tight end position this season and have only allowed three touchdowns to the tight end position. I think Kelsey's going over 100 with at least one touchdown in this one. He's going to be the third down guy. He's going to be the clutch guy. He's going to be the safety net for Mahomes just like he was when they – played in the AFC championship against the Baltimore Ravens. He's going to get lots and lots of targets right from the jump. This is going to be a Kelsey game. My halftime show prediction, Usher is going to start his performance off with the song love in this club or love in the club. I can't remember the exact title. You guys know the one I'm talking about. I think it came out like 2008. Um, yeah seems like the obvious choice and that was the one that evan chose on wtsp wednesday and he might be right but if Ludacris makes a cameo which evan said that he will i think he will i think all of you think that he will i don't think they're going to want to start the performance with that they're going to go with something else they may go all the way back to like first album usher back when I was in elementary school or might've been middle school. I don't remember. Um, but, uh, love in the club, uh, was, you know, a really, really popular song of his. They're going to want to start off with something a little more upbeat. So that's the one that I'm going with, uh, my prediction for the company that has the best commercial. Now commercials have been pretty weak, uh, over Probably the better part of a decade, but there's usually a couple that really stand out and, and really pop. And I think we're going to be talking about Doritos having the best commercial this year. They usually have a consistently strong showing. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. Uh, but I I do think that they're going to end up uh, with something that that really sticks in our minds and and makes us laugh pretty hard, unless. Unless you're going to include movie commercials uh, as a Super Bowl commercial, in which case the obvious answer for best commercial is going to be the Deadpool 3 teaser. And then I will proceed to watch the full uh, trailer about a dozen times immediately after that, completely ignoring the game while I just continue to watch that on a loop. So uh, there there is that to look forward to. But. Wrapping things up here, my score prediction for Super Bowl 58. And I told you guys my crazy, wild, bold prediction on Wednesday. If you missed it, I'll repeat it. I'm not going to dive full-fledged into it. But my crazy prediction was the Chiefs win the game, Kelsey proposes, then he retires. And he and his brother ride off into the sunset and uh, get inducted into the Hall of Fame in the same year. Um, I, I said on WTSP Wednesday that I think the chiefs win this game. And I think afterwards, not only will Kelsey retire, but I think Andy Reed is going to hang it up and, and he's going to call it quits. So we may be seeing the regression in this Kansas city chiefs dynasty. Um, when, you know, they have to start to hit the reset button a little bit. They lose their best player, not named Patrick Mahomes might have to be replacing a head coach, and they're way, way behind in that search unless they go and do something like hire Bill Belichick, and then the Chiefs are going to continue to win because Belichick needs a quarterback in order to win. He would have Mahomes. They you know, they have a great defense. That would line up pretty well, and so then we'll have to continue to talk about the Chiefs winning Super Bowls or competing for Super Bowls year after year after year. Uh, would not enjoy that, but I, I do think that the Chiefs win this one. That um this is kind of the the end of this run for the Chiefs. You you know in the AFC, you have some some really talented football teams. The Bengals are still gonna have their opportunities. You got Harbaugh in Los Angeles now with a really talented team that's had very poor coaching. Josh Allen has to break through at some point. Miami's gonna continue to get better. The Ravens are still really good. Uh, the Steelers are at some point going to bounce back, even though they continue to make the playoffs. I don't know how Houston is on an upwards trajectory. So the AFC is a very tough place to play, and I think this this kind of marks the the end of this stretch for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm going to have them winning a very close game, 27-23. to 23. That is going to do it for this episode. I'm not going to have Super Bowl reactions on the next episode because I'm probably going to record before the game. That game is going to go really late. I want to watch it. Uh, so going to get the episode knocked out before the, uh, the game. But... In the meantime, of course, you can check out everything that I have going on over at bucksnation.com. Follow along on Twitter at lockedonbucks at Yarko underscore bucks. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts and become a locked on bucks insider by going to joint slash locked on Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. Thank you so much for joining me right here on locked on bucks